latest news, international sports and entertainment news, right here on GTR. GTR. Good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this afternoon, PIAC demands parliamentary intervention on Joel's failure to pay oil proceeds. Enthusiasm for building National Cathedral has diminished, says Reverend Oponi Frimpong. In other stories, some individuals in academia, civil society and media have become co-mongers, says Kandapa and court dismisses case against katie hammond in the chipcasing case this business spots and showbiz is coming in this afternoon's bulletin the news will be read by awintemi akansukum now the details jubilee oil holdings limited joel has once again failed to pay proceeds amounting to over 70 million us dollars from liftings into the petroleum holding fund for the first half of 2023 this is the fourth consecutive time the company has reportedly not paid proceeds into the petroleum fund contrary to the advice of the ghana national petroleum corporation this was disclosed in the public interest and accountability committee piac semi-annual report which spanned the period of january to june 2023 with this latest breach the total amount of oil proceeds allegedly not paid by Jubilee Oil into the petroleum fund stands in excess of $340 million. Chairman at PIAC, Professor Kwame Adam Frimpong, is meanwhile calling for parliamentary intervention for the appropriate petroleum revenue laws to be applied. Now, a, a former Secretary General of the Christian Council of Ghana Reverend Kobna Opuni Frimpong has expressed concerns about the continuation and waning enthusiasm for the National Cathedral project. Following the resignation of Archbishop Nicholas Duncan William and Reverend Eastwood Anaba from the Board of Trustees overseeing the construction of the National Cathedral, Reverend Opuni Frimpong said the initial favor surrounding the project has dwindled significantly. In an interview, Reverend Opini Frimpong explained that the initial intention behind the project was for it to be spearheaded and constructed by the church. However, over time, it became apparent that the government was taking on a more prominent role in the project. Reverend Opini Frimpong expressed concerns that the government's involvement in the project has diminished the sense of ownership and enthusiasm among Christians in Ghana. He urged the government to allow the churches to take a leading role in the project. Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams and Reverend Eastwood Anaba announced their resignation in a letter to the president dated October 12, 2023, over concerns that their call for an audit into the activities of the National Cathedral project went unheeded since January 2023. They noted that the deafening silence on the call for an audit runs contrary to their conscience and beliefs. But in a sharp rebuttal, National Cathedral Secretariat described the claims that no information whatsoever on the audit process was conveyed to them. In a statement, the Executive Director of the National Cathedral Project, Dr. Paul Opokumensa, narrated that following this, the engagement letter for Deloitte to officially begin the audit 
was drafted and signed by Deloitte on March 27, 2023 and set up on their system on May 17, 2023. The expectation was that the first part of the audit was to be completed in July 2023. The audit process so far can be confirmed with the auditors Deloitte. Now moving to other stories this afternoon, the National Security Minister Albert Kandapa has accused some individuals in the academia, civil society and the media of actively exploiting their influence to promote a coup and destabilize the country. He described the trend as worrying and a threat to the country's democracy. According to the minister, the development is a matter of serious concern not only to security operatives but to all citizens as the country nears the polls in december 2024 according to the national security minister misinformation whether intentional or inadvertent from these individuals because they are influential poses a significant threat to ghana's stability he explained that political commentary from them erodes public trust in important institutions such as the Electoral Commission and the Judiciary. This, he noted, can be very dangerous and potentially they can stir our country towards a perilous path. According to him, the misinformation peddled by the group of people he mentioned can influence voters to make decisions that are inconsistent with their best interests, adding that it could result in the election of a bad leader and opting for a bad public policy, all of which can have grave consequences for the survival of a state. Mr. Dapa therefore urged the Ghanaian society to work together to defeat such voices. Now, the High Court in Accra has thrown out a contempt case filed against the Minister of Trade and Industry, K.T. Hammond, who was accused of proclaiming that James Jechikwesi will go to prison in a perjury case, which is yet to be determined. In a ruling Thursday, October 19, the court, presided over by Justice Mary Mami Ikea Yenzu, said lawyers for the applicant failed to provide evidence to buttress their allegations. It said the full complement of what Katie Hammond was reported to have said was not produced, adding that it was incumbent on the applicant to exhibit the full interview. Without the full complement of the interview, the court is deprived of the opportunity to know exactly what was said. Mr. Kwesing, who is the Member of Parliament for Asin North, is facing charges of forgery and perjury in relation to certain allegations in the run-up to the 2020 Asin North parliamentary elections. He has pleaded not guilty to five counts of forgery of passport of, or tribal certificate, knowingly making a false statutory declaration perjury and false a declaration for office is currently facing the court presided over by justice mary mami ekia yanzu now moving straight to some business this afternoon the government with the help of the world bank has completed work on the rationalization of some social intervention programs like the free senior high school initiative some of the initiatives have come under scrutiny by the country's development partners following concerns of rising expenditure. The move is also aimed at urging the government to reduce the country's growing debt stores to free some fiscal space. 
This rationalization could see some of the programs reviewed in relation to funding. The Finance Minister Ken Oforiata has been giving more details about this move in a yet-to-be-aired interview October 19. Mr. Oforiata explained that it is crucial to review the program to enable the World Bank release about $500 million under the IMF program for Ghana by December 2023. Describing the funds that would be coming from the Bank of Ghana as timely, Mr. Oforiata said the development shows that government is keen on meeting all the benchmarks to fully put the economy back on recovery. He added that the Ghana Financial Stabilization Fund would also result in some $250 million coming from the World Bank to support the financial institutions. He is hopeful the funding will strengthen the capitalization of banks, particularly local banks hit hard by the Domestic Debt Exchange Program. Now, moving straight to some sports this afternoon, Eric Ten Hag has had another injury setback with Casemiro ruled out of Manchester United's trip to Sheffield United Saturday night. The Brazilian asked that to come off in their World Cup qualifier against Venezuela on Saturday before playing 70 minutes in their second game with Uruguay. But a statement released by the club confirmed that 31-year-old has remained in his homeland for treatment on a small issue. But in the boost to the Dutchman Sofian Amrabat did train as Carrington on Thursday, as did left back Sergio ahead of the trip to Bramall Lane. Ragulon, on loan from Tottenham, has missed the last four games with a, with a minor injury while Amrabat missed Morocco's game against Liberia and Ivory Coast does mind. Now, to some showbiz this afternoon, Nollywood legendary actor Kanayo Kanayo is cautioning people, especially Nigeria's activist Reno Omokri and controversial commentator Very Darkman to desist from using Mr. Ibo's name to gain traction. Yesterday, veteran Nigerian comic actor John Okafo, fondly known as Mr. Ibu, shared a video announcing that he has been diagnosed with an illness that could uh, see the amputation of his leg. According to Mr. Ibu, his doctor has said that if the prescri prescribed medication do not work, his leg would be amputated. Mr. Ibu solicited help while asking for prayers to overcome his predicament. The video sparked a reaction with Reno calling out Labour Party presidential candidate Peter Obi to come to the aid of the veteran actor. Very Darkman described the video as a shame on the Nollywood industry for its failure to set up a system that sees the welfare of its legends. Reacting, Kanayo Kanayo via a video on his verified Instagram account warned people not to use Mr. Ibu's illness to chase clouds on social media and that's it with the midday news on ghana talks radio log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us ghana talks radio on all social media platforms you can as well download the gtr app from your app store or google play to listen the news was read by awen temi akansukum and i say thanks so much for making time good afternoon
This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation.